This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we discuss cutting-edge science, the wisdom of the ages, lessons from pop culture, and our own experiences and the experiences of our listeners about how to be happier. This week is episode 330, so like all 10th episodes, this is a very special episode, and we will talk about the best advice for recent college graduates because my daughter Eliza just graduated from college, so this is inspired by her. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I'm still right here in my home office in New York City, and joining me today from L.A. is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and Gretch, I feel lucky because I just got to see Eliza. Yeah. She came to L.A., and she stayed with us for a night, and that was wonderful. It's so wonderful to be traveling again. I know. And before we launch into advice, a few updates. One is thank you to all the listeners who sent in suggestions about ideas for doing sunblocking that is not sunscreen. And I have ordered a shirt and pants from Coolabar, which was a brand many people mentioned. I got a hat from Sunshade, and I got sports sleeves from Shiny Mode. I have never really used sports sleeves before, so I'm intrigued. I will report mm. back on how that's if you're wearing a short sleeve shirt. Oh, I a can't whole wait new to hear. thing I did not know about. And then, Gretchen, we also um, wanted to remind everyone that we rely on you to help spread the word and grow the show. Very important. So yes. we would love anybody who wants to support Happier with Gretchen Rubin, pause the episode right now and text a friend who you think would love the show. Because that really is how we get new listeners. Yes, through word of mouth. So gold star if you pause and text right now. Thank you. 
And now for the very special episode. So for this very special episode, we are talking about advice for recent college graduates or anyone who is entering into the workforce, who's leaving home for the first time. This is all advice that works really well for people who are embarking on adulthood. So we asked people, what was the best advice anybody ever gave you? Or what is the advice that you would offer to other people based on your own experience? And we heard from so many listeners with such practical manageable, sensible advice in every aspect of life for people who are recently graduating from college. And the first subject that people talked about, not surprisingly, is the job search and the embarking on your career as a recent college grad. Yes. Isabel said, nobody talks about how much grit and perseverance a job search takes. I'm telling you now, it's not fun. (laughs) Also, your first job out of college just needs to be good enough. Don't spend your time looking for the perfect job. Just look for something good enough to hold you down until your next step up. And kind of related to this, Hillary said, one of my favorite tips I've ever received in my adult life came from my dad. He told me, opportunities take time. That's the advice I give to all college graduates these days, but change it sometimes to dreams take time. I'm almost 12 years out of my college graduation and only now just starting to settle into the life I consider my dream. All those dreams of having a job that's not grunt work, buying a house, having kids, and making lifelong friends are finally starting to fall into place. But just like my dad told me, it all took time. Yes, it sure does. And Janice says, you're responsible for your own career. I tell this to every one of my new hires, most of whom have recently graduated. As their leader, I will coach, guide, and advocate for them, but I should never care about their career more than they do. Well, Elizabeth, that reminds me of when we had the Proverbs of the Professions from teachers. One of the teachers said, I can't care about my students' grades more than they do. So you can't replace, you can't push a rope. No, (laughs) exactly. Laura had a great, very succinct one. She said, and this is for like at the job, lead with yes and instead of no but. And this reminded me of when I was in law school on the Law Journal. I was editor-in-chief of the Law Journal, which is what we called our law, the law review there. And I worked with a fellow student who we called, sure, no problem, Ellen. Because if anybody asked Ellen to do something, she was always like, sure, no problem. And it was just so great to hear somebody say, sure, no problem, instead of no, but. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Gretch, as like someone who's, you know, a showrunner and hiring people, I absolutely, this is great advice because a willingness to step up and do something goes so far. Yes. Yes. Really makes you stand out. It really does. Jackie said, the best advice I've ever been given was from my dad. Oh, more, more advice from fathers. Two years before my college graduation, when I was considering dropping out. He didn't tell me to go back and finish. He just asked me to think about 20 years down the road when I would be 40. At 40, would I wish I'd dropped out or finished? It was the first time that I had ever looked at a decision from the other side of it. Suddenly, I could see myself trying for 20 years to get those two last years in. I went back, majored in elementary education, and enjoyed my teaching career thanks to dad's wise advice. Mm. So this is sort of the thinking about your future self and anticipating looking back on it. We've talked about that idea before that sometimes decisions seem clearer when you imagine them in hindsight, even though they still haven't happened. Yes. Yeah. And I also wanted to mention that something that comes up with kind of starting off your career and in many, many areas in life is people feeling like an imposter, Mm. feeling like 
everybody knows something that they don't, that they're not really qualified and feeling very uncomfortable trying to go for something or make the case that they should have a certain job or certain position. And I did a little happier on this about the very wise thing that my friend told me when I was nervous about applying for my clerkship with Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. So I will post a link in the show notes if anybody wants to hear about how he responded to my moment (laughs) of feeling like an imposter. Yeah. And Gretchen, on the topic of imposter syndrome, because I think we all suffer from that sometimes, my advice to people is to remember no one knows more than you do. At least most people don't. Right. (laughs) When I graduated, I thought everybody else had all this knowledge that I didn't have. I remember even like thinking about trying to work at The New Yorker, for example. I would thought, well, I could never work at The New Yorker. Like, other people get to work at The New Yorker. But, you know, I could have tried. And who's to say that I couldn't have worked at The New Yorker? Like, it's just, you have to just go forth. Yes. Well, my aphorism for this is, you know as much as most people. You know, you don't know as much as everybody. But in most cases, you know as much as most people. And whether true or not, it's a very helpful thing to keep in mind. Yes, yes. You deserve to be there. Yeah. And and also, people are not shocked if you are completely ignorant of something or if you go for something that you're not qualified for. You may not get it, but people are not shocked by that. Right. When you're doing it, you feel like, how could I possibly do that? Other people are like, eh, yeah, people take their shot. Yeah. Or like, I remember what it was like not to know about that. There, there's more tolerance than you might imagine when you're starting out. Yes. Now, Gretchen, we also got a lot of advice about moving and roommates because, yes. of course, um, when you graduate from college, you are go- you usually have to get a new place to live, yeah. and quite often you are living with others, which can be yes. dicey. Debbie says, when moving, make your bed up before you do anything else, as it's impossible to get everything sorted in one day. But when tiredness hits, having the bed ready to fall into is the most welcome feeling. That is great advice. Great advice. I love the practicality of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sort of gives you a place to start. If I do nothing else, I've made the best. Roxanne had a couple of really good, very practical suggestions. First, she said, embrace temporary furniture. Anything that can be temporary or multi-use should be. You're likely to change addresses pretty frequently, even within the same city. Lugging furniture from place to place gets expensive and can make you feel bogged down. For example, a cute nightstand might feel homey, but a sturdy cardboard box with a nice shawl thrown over it gets the job done and serves as packing materials when you move the next year anyway. More serious culprits, dressers, elaborate bed frames, and bulky entertainment centers. I think that's very true. She also points out, don't split the cost of furniture with roommates. This leads to confusion and arguments about buying one another out of their half when someone moves. Instead, choose what you want to contribute to the shared space, knowing that it's coming with you when you leave or you're leaving it behind at no cost. This can be a major source of conflict. Mm. I think that everybody just kind of owning their own stuff is a great suggestion. She also says, start living in your entire unit. Coming out of college and high school often means you're used to having everything personal in your bedroom and spending all your free time there. As we get older, it's more important to have separation between our private sleeping space and where we work, socialize, and get things done. After all, you are paying rent to live there and your bedroom is for sleeping. Mm. So this is about using the whole space if you can and not just squirreling away in your bedroom. Well, Gretchen, I love that because, you know, I was a huge uh, um, believer in the cardboard box table. I remember when you got your first 
Mother's coffee table. Yes. You were very well into adulthood. Yes. yes. It was like you were like embracing the cardboard yes. box. Yes. I'll never forget the time when I was helping you move apartments and we like we went to get buy boxes two or three times yes. because we needed boxes. And then like at the very last moment, we looked under your bed and that's where you had carefully kept all the boxes from the last time you moved, but we Oops. we didn't know they were there. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I. The temporary furniture is something that I uh, relate to. Yeah. Candace says about roommates: set a chore wheel immediately, probably even before you move in. In undergrad, I lived with my best friends, and we set up, I think, two upholders and two obligers, a chore wheel right away, and it worked super well. We were one of the few friend groups from our first year residents who actually stayed roommates for all of undergrad because we never fought about chores. We definitely heard the horror stories of friendships dissolving over a dirty glass being left in the sink one too many times. Yeah. And that's, again, very practical, but it can be an enormous source of conflict. Mm -hmm. And here's something we've talked about before, and I think it's worth mentioning because there's a big split on whether this is necessary. And that is about what to do with your diploma. And Martha said, be sure to scan and copy that diploma before you frame it. Now, some people say, hey, what are you ever going to do with the diploma? It's not that important to keep track of it. But, and I will say that in my experience, that has been true. However, we have heard from so many listeners who have cautioned people about keeping track of the diploma, having a copy of the diploma, that it must be that in certain mm -hmm. professions or life situations, you end up needing the diploma. So I think as you go forth, just assume that this is paperwork like your birth certificate or your social security card that you want to keep track of it because you may be one of those people who's in a situation where you need it because yes. not everybody needs it. I have never needed it, but definitely some people emphasize that they, they wish or that they are happy that they have been able to get, get it, track it down. As the saying goes, I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Ooh, I don't know that saying. I'm writing oh. that down right now. My sister, the sage. <laughs> well, that comes from a writer I worked with named Matt Miller. He okay. always said that about lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but it applies equally well to a birth yes. certificate. I will just say that. Or like your vaccination card, which yes. we just had to hunt the vaccination card in our household. Coming up. Advice about finances, but first, this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, more terrific advice from listeners about getting started in life, and we got several about finances. No surprise. Yes, this comes from Sylvia. She says, every bank and big business is going to offer you a credit card. This is a trap. Don't fall <laughs> for it. Now, we'll say, Gretchen, every, I think one credit card is a good idea because you could start establishing credit, Yes, which will matter years down the road when you might want to buy a house. Yes, but just because everybody's offering you those credit cards. Yes, do not overdo the credit cards, for goodness yeah. sake. Alicia says, my advice for people entering the workforce. One, it's often easier to ask for more money at hiring time. Don't be afraid to ask for more money if the company has already indicated that they want you. They'd rather offer up more money than start the search over. Two, it's often easier to find a job when you have a job. If you find yourself ready to move on, try not to do so until you have the next job lined up. Having no job at all can make you feel desperate to take a new job that isn't right for you, and it turns off a lot of potential employers who wonder why you are jobless. Oh my gosh, fantastic advice. Yeah. Lola says, even though your first real salary makes you feel rich, most likely you are not. <laughs> Don't start upgrading your lifestyle. Save money. This ties in with the max out your 401k if you can. I love that. Wish I did that. Definitely going to suggest that to my kids. Well, many listeners emphasize the power of compound interest and the power of establishing the habit of saving and mindful spending and maxing out on savings contributions. And I have to say, it made a big impression on me when I was young. I had an older friend and she said to me, wow, now that I'm like getting married and we want to buy a house, I'm really regretting how I spent money when I was young and single. And I didn't, I just didn't pay any attention. I had plenty of money to spend. And now I think about all the money that I could have saved. And uh, that just made a big impression on me because she clearly wished that she had done things differently. Well, I remember that there was a scene in Sex in the City where Sarah Jessica Parker <gasps> oh, wanted to buy her apartment oh. and she realized instead she'd bought like 500 pair of yes. expensive shoes. And she was just filled with regret. No, she says, I am the woman who's living in a shoe. Um, yes. No, I will post a link to that because that is, what I think, one of the most memorable scenes. It's Miranda and Carrie, and they're sitting in a shoe store, and she figures out how much she spent on shoes. Yeah, it's it's great. Then we've got a lot of great sort of general advice. Christopher said, start planning for your post-secondary plans for their education, military, travel, work, whatever, as soon as you reach high school. Unfortunately, this was something I only realized I should have done 
after I graduated. So this is, you know, just start thinking about the future before the the future actually arrives. Uh, Good advice. Audrey says, eat a vegetable every day. That is good (laughs) advice. Lily said, travel abroad any chance you get. That's Mm. interesting. And Gretchen, Ann had advice that was specific for the pandemic. Yeah, I thought this was a really good reminder for those graduates who didn't get to spend as much time at college as they otherwise would have because they were because there was so much virtual class and, and they were away. And she said, graduates have many more memories to make with their schools. I never understood that when I was there, but there are so many trips back, panels, reunions, et cetera. And I thought this was a good reminder that you're not done with college necessarily when you graduate. There's a lot of opportunities to go back and reconnect with the college experience once you've graduated. Yes. I also wanted to mention a book that I found really valuable and my daughter, Eliza, more importantly, found very valuable. And in fact, she took it back to school with her and shared it with her roommates. This was last year. It has kind of a terrifying title, um, so brace yourself. It's called The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter and How to Make the Most of Them Now by Meg Jay. And a listener years ago recommended this book. And I have to say that I, I do think that this book is really, really valuable for anyone who's in their 20s. Yes, it is quite the title. It's quite the title. Coming up, we'll play a clip of more advice from listeners. But first, this break. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has Greenlight. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hat chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. 
Gretch, I love eating sandwiches like a grilled cheese or a peanut butter sandwich is my ideal lunch, but I'm very aware of my carb intake, so oftentimes I avoid sandwiches. Luckily, Hero Bread has remade carby, empty-calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no-net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories. Plus, it has protein and fiber. I have been using it to make grilled cheeses, and I use their tortillas to make a cheese quesadilla, and I am in heaven. Hero Bread tastes great, has a terrific texture, and helps you meet your nutrition goals. Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use happier at checkout. That's happier at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Now, we love gathering advice from listeners, and on the HiHo app, we ask people for their advice for graduates, and so we can play a clip of different people explaining what advice they would give. What is your best advice for the graduates of this year? You all have done what seemed impossible in a really difficult and challenging time for us all. So take a moment to reflect on the last several years. It played a significant role into the person that you are today. Don't forget to actually take the time to live your life. Don't go straight to the workplace. Find who you are before you find your go-to job. Travel. The goal is to see something that is very different than your current lifestyle that will help you in more ways than you can imagine moving forward and also help you understand how you're uniquely different and what you want to do in this world. Find your voice. Learn how to amplify your inner voice and communicate your values with the world. I encourage you to listen louder and to make space for marginalized voices to be heard. Just because you got a degree does not mean that it's time to stop learning. Once you get a job, find a mentor. Subscribe to industry newsletters. Listen to educational podcasts. Learning is a lifelong skill. Good luck. Find something that you love, that you want to spend all your time doing and go deep. Become an expert at it. And all all the better if it's in an area that's evolving and growing and say, here I am, I'm an expert and you will have a fulfilling career. I would love to share advice my dad gave me. He said, I didn't have to stay in the same career my entire life. I took it to heart. I think I've started seven or eight or nine different companies now, and my resume looks crazy, but it's been the best thing I think that I've ever done. Don't feel tethered to stay in a single discipline if it doesn't make you happy. The good thing about your degree is that it shows that you have the intelligence, the commitment, and the determination to study a discipline to the highest level, which means you can do it again. Don't let that degree hold you back. Most people that get degrees in something, they end up not doing what they got their degree in, and that's okay. That's okay. You can use that knowledge, put your foot forward, and use it for something else that you know you're going to love to do. The most important love that you could ever hope for is to love yourself. That's it. That's all you need in the world. If you love yourself, the rest will work out. So work on that every single day. And pay your student loans. So that was a lot of good advice. And if you would like to watch or listen to this again, you can check the show notes. This is happiercast.com slash 330. And we will put in a link so you can listen to that again. Okay, Gretchen. And we cannot talk about advice for recent graduates without talking about your idea of drift. Yeah. So drift is something that I think is really important to think about at all times of our lives because there's no time in which we are safe from drift. I do think we may be particularly susceptible to drift kind of in those early stages of adulthood. 
So drift is the decision you make by not deciding or by making a decision that unleashes consequences for which you don't take responsibility or when you just sort of go along with what everyone around you considers to be the default decision. Mm. Drift feels small, but once it is unleashed, it is a powerful, often almost unstoppable force. Yeah, it's like not making a decision is making a decision and not necessarily the one that you want to make. Absolutely. So you go to medical school because both your parents are doctors or you get married because all your friends get married or you take a job because somebody offers you a job. Or I drifted into law school because I was like, well, I'm good at research and writing. It'll keep my options open. I can always change my mind later. And I just drifted into it. And and that's a good example of the fact that drift kind of sounds easy and, and passive and like you're doing like the fun thing. But drift is often a huge amount of work right. from beginning to end. So the fact that you're working hard does not mean that you are not drifting. And, and then sometimes people are, they may look like they're drifting, but they aren't drifting because they just are mindfully not choosing. Mm. So they are on a pathless path, but they intend to be on the pathless path, or they're deciding between different courses and they're holding their options open and weighing what they want to do. Because what is drift is when it is not mindful and intentional. It's when you're just going with the flow if you are deciding not to decide, well, then that's not drift because you're, that's your decision. But it can become drift if it goes on too long. Yes. Because then you, you're just drifting into sort of whatever the fates have in store for you instead of mindfully choosing your path. I really do think the key, Gretch, is what you said about how drift doesn't necessarily mean you're not working hard. You can yes. drift into something that is incredibly difficult. Well, I mean, I have spoken to many people who in medical school who feel like they drifted into medical school. And you think, well, what is harder than medical school? Getting into medical school and right. being in medical school. But I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm really good at science. People in my family are doctors. I kind of don't know what else to do with myself. And here's the thing about drift. Sometimes it works out great. Some yeah. people drift into something and they're very happy. And so that's even more confusing because mm -hmm. you think, well, sometimes it works out, but sometimes it doesn't. And then sometimes you, you start over doing something else and you make right. me glad that you took that detour. I'm glad that I went to law school and had all those, those adventures. But not everybody is glad. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly something that you're not mindfully choosing what you're doing. So the thing about drift is that it can be hard to catch ourselves in drift because it's often something we don't want to acknowledge. Mm, <laughs> you, know, you, yes. you don't want to admit to yourself that you're drifting. So I made a quiz. So if you want to take a quiz or, or give the quiz to someone else about whether you're drifting, it is on my site, GretchenRubin.com slash resources. If you look under podcast resources, you can find it there. You can download it. You can share it with somebody who's starting out in adulthood or just graduating if you want to help them see if they're in drift or not. Yes, that's very useful. So listeners, thank you. We love oh these gosh. rounds up of advice because there's it covers so much ground and people have such good insights from their own experiences. If you have more ideas for graduates, keep them coming. Let us know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or drop us an email at podcast at or if you want to go back and review all this advice or you want to send it to somebody who you think would be interested, you can go to happiercast.com slash 330. 
for everything related to this episode, including um, a summary of all the ideas from listeners. Yes, Eliza has to listen to this episode. Oh, absolutely. No, she's very excited. She knows it's coming. <laughs> now, Elizabeth, the resources for this week, as I just mentioned, for Drift, uh, you can go to GretchenRubin.com slash resources and look under podcast resources. Also, we wanted to remind everybody that in episode 328, we announced our next book club pick. And we have already heard from people who have already read it, are well under their way for the Happier Podcast book club choice, which is Crying in H Mart, the brilliant memoir by Michelle Zauner. So if you are starting to have questions or insights about the book, please share them on social media using hashtag Happier Podcast Book Club. And we will incorporate those into our interview when we talk to Michelle Zauner for episode 334 that will be airing July 14th. So please uh, let us know your observations and your questions for Michelle Zauner so that we can include those in our conversation. Yes, I cannot wait to talk to her. And speaking of what we're reading, Elizabeth, what are you reading right now? I am listening to a book called More Than You Can Handle, A Rare Disease, A Family in Crisis, and the Cutting-Edge Medicine that Cured the Incurable by Miguel Sancho. And it is absolutely gripping. How about you? I am rereading uh, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. I have read it. I read it years ago, and I realized it was time to reread it. Excellent. So everybody keep reading your 21 minutes a day in 2021. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Thank you. Gold star to all the listeners who sent in their great advice. And good luck to all those people embarking on adulthood. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram, at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. As Elizabeth reminded you at the top of the show, if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way for other listeners to find us. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward. So, Elizabeth, when you saw Eliza, could you believe that she's a college graduate now? No, it's so crazy. But she seems so sophisticated, like she's ready. She's ready yeah. for the world. She is. She's ready. From the Onward Project.